Welcome in to another podcast episode of WeatherWise. I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. Sloan, let's jump right into it because this week is an important week. It happens every year. Uh, we need to prepare for the hurricane season coming up, right? And I know last yes. season, last season was an active hurricane season. It was mm-hmm. well above average, and we are expecting another above average hurricane season. And so we are expecting another active season. We'll be talking more about that. But this podcast is more about hurricane preparedness week. And that is this week. It's just a week dedicated to prepare everyone and to get everyone ready for Mm -hmm. the upcoming hurricane season. So I know you were here with us all, Sloan, last year with, you know, the the impactful hurricane season. And just because it's a busy hurricane season, doesn't mean it's going to impact your area, but last year really impacted us, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't even need to be directly impacted by the tropical system. There's other hazards that could come along with it, even if it stays out at sea or if it comes up as a low-pressure system inland, because we can still receive heavy rainfall from it, flooding, storm surge if it's offshore. These are all other hazards we can have with these, so it's great to be prepared for all sorts of instances with these systems. That's right, and this week is dedicated to preparing everyone for that potential. Mm -hmm. And especially with Delmarva where we live, we need to know what to be concerned with and make sure we have a plan. So, it all began on Mother's Day. That was the first day of Hurricane Preparedness Week, which is determine your risk. So what that means is, hurricanes, as Sloan mentioned, they bring many hazards to the U.S. coastlines, inland areas, which of course is storm surge, inland flooding due to heavy rain. Hurricanes can even form tornadoes, dangerous life-threatening winds, life-threatening rip currents, and large waves. So it's important to know where you live, if you're in a flood-prone area, and whether or not you are prone to any of those threats. So those are important. And that's what Mother's Day was dedicated to Mm -hmm. in terms of Hurricane Preparedness Week and getting everyone prepared to at least know your area and the risks that you could face. Uh, And then Monday was develop an evacuation plan, right? Do you want to cover that one? Yep. So going off the lines of knowing where you live, you should also know your evacuation plan for your area. I know if you drive along the um, coastal areas on Delmarva, you can see where they have routes to get you away from the beaches, where they have signs for hurricane evacuation routes. So those are things that you should know, be familiar with in your area, and find out if you live in an evacuation zone. Prior to a storm, you'll see um, government officials issue mandatory or suggested evacuation for an area, and you should have a plan to leave safely and making sure that you have the supplies to sustain you. I would say for a couple of days, at least a week, and have somebody to stay with. Part of being prepared is making sure that you have all of your medical supplies. But something Daniel and I were talking about earlier is that this year, again, we still have COVID-19 around. So you should be prepared for that, having extra face masks, having extra things of hand sanitizer to keep you and your family healthy. Plan several routes because you never know what type of hazards could weigh on one set route that you have. There could be down power lines there. There could be flooding in that area, so no multiple ways for you to get out. Following those evacuation orders is crucial, but also not planning just for your 
family bus planning for your pets, you want to make sure that you have your pets included in your evacuation plan. Yeah, and it's sad every year you seem to hear a story, you know, where a pet was left behind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, rescuers had to go back and rescue it as they're also rescuing people. Um, and I know, you know, pets are our family. So do your best to, you know, get them out and include them in your plans, too. So we want our pets to be safe and yeah. survive the storms as well. Um, mm -hmm. Another key that the National Weather Service wants us to concentrate on in the National Hurricane Center is all about... Um, having disaster supplies. So Sloan just mentioned a few things, you know, make sure you have food prepared for you for at least a week. And that is what uh, Tuesday is dedicated to this week. And food and water, I mean, that's the number one thing you need. Of course, mm -hmm. your medicine, your prescriptions. A lot of us are on medicine for, let's say, high blood pressure, perhaps diabetes, um, any other conditions that you may need medicine for, make sure you have those ready and ready to go quickly if you have to evacuate. Uh, also, your gas tank, you want to make sure that's full. So yeah. if, you, if you know you're under a hurricane watch or, you know, a system is coming, meteorologists are forecasting it, you need to get that prepared ahead of time. You don't want that to, you know, keep you behind because there could be long lines at the gas stations uh, to fill up cars, especially if you wait a little bit too long to leave. Make sure you have radio a radio ready to go, especially a NOAA weather radio, which you can buy on Amazon, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. and, and they'll issue warnings all the time and, and issue alerts. And so does our 47 ABC weather app. If you want to download that, uh, we send out alerts too. Uh, batteries, cell phone chargers, and you know, you really need batteries for flashlights too, in case you know there are yeah. power outages. And also money, you know, <laughs> having cash on hand. That's pretty important because ATMs, electronic, you know, ways to get cash may not be available uh, to do that. So just make sure you have enough food or water for at least three days, but a week is probably, you know, more mm -hmm. ideal. You just, you just never know. Yep. And then the next day, Wednesday, Daniel was dedicated to getting an insurance checkup. So along the coastal area, you might have some more insurance on your home for flooding concerns, or maybe you even have um, tropical weather insurance that's very common in Florida. But make sure that you're checking in with your insurance agency, making sure that your home and vehicle are um, insured just in case, you know, if something happens to them, that you do have that help there. And make sure that you know your policy. I know being... Well, not a recent graduate anymore, Daniel, of college for me. It's been a year now. But <laughs> I try to make sure I read my policy all the time so I know what it covers, especially when there could be a weather event like a hurricane or severe weather in the area. And always have the documents with you. I know something that's great that my insurance company does is that we have um, electronic insurance cards, which is great because I have it right on my phone. And when there is um, severe weather or hurricanes in the area, when I was in college, I always had my phone charged with a portable battery charger, and I did always have my insurance cards readily available. Right, exactly. And, you know, a lot of us being so close to the coast, some, mm -hmm. of, us, some of us do not have the proper insurance needed, uh, you know, to properly be protected. So, you know, check in with that and make sure everything is accurate and up to date. So, um, and then Thursday, tomorrow, that's dedicated to strengthening your home. So there's so much you can do 
in and around your home to help protect it from hurricanes because of course it's the storm surge that kills most people the flooding that does that for areas that especially are very close to the ocean but it's the winds of course it's the strong winds that's how we get the categories of these hurricanes it's based off of wind speeds even though the wind isn't technically the number one killer but that does a lot of damage uh, to houses so be sure your your windows are covered if you're evacuating and make sure you're boarding up those windows secure loose items please don't leave those picnic tables out in the open those chairs that can be blown around really easily try to trim your trees too. cut back as much uh, leafage I guess um, as you can because the more leaves on a tree the more packed a tree is full of leaves the wind can mm -hmm. just you know push it quicker and can topple them over move your vehicle to a safe location and again these are all important things to do whether you're evacuating or not you, you want to make sure your home is protected um, secure all doors as well so of course if you're told to evacuate and it's a mandatory evacuation you should evacuate you know that's just that's the number one thing to do but make sure you're doing all of this too before that evacuation mm -hmm. takes place yep and then for Friday, it's all about helping your neighbors, speaking of, you know, strengthening your home and making sure that you have your disaster supplies assembled. Maybe you have older neighbors who need help securing their homes, need help going out to the store to get those supplies. So make sure you're checking in on them before the storm and after it passes. Have a way to communicate with them and be able to help them evacuate. That's really important during these times because then you know you have somebody checking up on you and you're checking up on them too, keeping them safe, keeping their loved ones up to date with what's happening as well. Right. And last but not least, complete a written plan. Write down your actual hurricane plan to avoid any types of mistakes. If you do it, you know, off of your head, you might skip a step or forget to prepare a, a certain thing. Um, so make sure you have a contact list of family, friends, doctors, your mm -hmm. vet for your pets. Uh, utilities to make sure you know who to contact if there's a power outage. Keep your important documents all together. Maybe put them in manila envelopes uh, secured in a certain area. Have at least one contact outside of your impact area. So if you live on Delmarva and you have family members that are not on Delmarva, try to have, or maybe just friends, try to have a contact that's outside the area that's going to be impacted by the hurricane. And also share your plan with mm -hmm. you know your family and those that are part of the plan as well make sure other people are aware of this plan and i remember when i was a kid we had a family plan for just emergencies in general if anything were to happen we would meet you know all try to meet at a certain spot so just try to have some sort of plan down uh and ready to go especially since you know we live here on delmarva close to the coast but even if you live a little you know further inland you can still be impacted by hurricane winds, flooding, mm -hmm. and rain as well. So, yeah. you know, the hurricane season starting soon, Sloan. The Atlantic hurricane season starts June 1st, but the Eastern P Pacific, the Pacific hurricane season, it is starting within the matter of a couple days. And, and they just had their earliest named storm on record be named on this past Saturday, on Mother's Day. Tropical Storm Andres was named. It beat their record set back in 2017 by Tropical Storm Adrian. So it's not uncommon for them either for them to have storms form and be named before the start of their season. But now they have their earliest named storm on uh, record, which was on May 9th. Again, that was Tropical Storm Andres. 
right? And all this talk from the Atlantic, you know, Hurricane Center, or from the National Hurricane mm -hmm. Center, I should say, uh, in regards to the Atlantic hurricane season, they're, you know, they're considering starting the hurricane season on the Atlantic side earlier than its normal start date of June 1st. And that's because mm -hmm. it's become quite common to have hurricanes or at least tropical systems form earlier before the season. And, you know, we're seeing it on the Pacific side, too. So, yeah, and we need to we're look also at that. going to see those um, tropical weather outlooks issued beginning yeah, on May 15th on a regular basis for the Atlantic Basin. That's earlier than what they normally do. Normally, they've been special tropical um, weather outlooks, but now they're going to be on a regular basis starting on May 15th. Right. So that's the step. That's the step they're doing this year before actually starting the hurricane season earlier. So we'll see what happens this hurricane season. I'm glad that they're going to be issuing outlooks earlier than normal. I don't like to see these you know, systems form earlier than expected or earlier before the season. It just goes to show you, you know, climate seems to be changing. We're, we're getting kind of more and more of these storms and they're happening earlier. So, you know, keep it tuned to 47 ABC and, of course, national news. And we'll all keep you updated on any any possible tropical threats to the United States mm -hmm. and around the world. But the Pacific hurricane season already starting in terms of there's a system out there already. Andres, the first storm in the Atlantic hurricane season has not formed yet, thankfully. Um, Hopefully we don't have an active season. It's supposed to be an active one. And that first nor stame, uh, first name storm in the Atlantic is going to be Anna, right? I don't know if it's yep. Anna or Anna. But I think it's Anna. Yeah, it's A-N-A, -A, so it's Anna. Yep. Yep, all right. Yep. I think that covers everything we wanted to talk about. Just make sure everyone has a hurricane plan yep. for this upcoming hurricane season, uh, especially with the Atlantic hurricane season starting you know, right around the corner and the Pacific already seeing action. So anything else you want to add, Sloan? Um, no, just for everybody to stay safe and have that plan because, I mean, we are less than a month away now from the official start of the Atlantic hurricane season. Yeah, now is the time to have that plan. Mm -hmm. And even if we don't have an active hurricane season, we can still be impacted by a hurricane. So it only takes one, you know, yep. to make it an active and dangerous season. Well, thanks again mm -hmm. for tuning in. To our Weatherwise podcast. We will be back next Wednesday for another episode.